I am so excited to be back here with you today for the fifth day of the five-day challenge to get you having better communication with your child. All right, how have you been enjoying this? I know I've had quite a few of you join the Facebook group to participate live. I've also had so many of you following along right here on the Learning Corner. And number one, I want to say thank you. Thank you because you are taking this time and making your child's academics and your communication with them a priority. And number two, I want to say I'm honored. I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend your time working on your parenting with me. (laughs) I am so passionate about this topic. I'm so passionate about helping students succeed and about helping parents help their students succeed. And so I'm so grateful that you have spent this time with me listening to the lessons and applying the lessons. Of course, we don't accomplish anything if we don't apply what we learn. All right. And I'm so glad to hear that so many of you are doing exactly that. Now, without further ado, today is day five of the five-day challenge. All right, that doesn't mean it's done. We'll be back tomorrow with a few more tidbits, but today's the last day of the official challenge. So hang with me and let's go. As an educator, behavior analyst, and tutor of 15 years, I've pretty much seen everything when it comes to children struggling with school. All the way from high-profile Hollywood families to low-income families with special needs children. All across the U.S. and even overseas. Let me, Stephanie Johnson, help you help your child not only improve in school, but develop the skills they'll need for lifelong stability, happiness, and success. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to day five of the Fall Back in Love with Parenting, five days to better communication with your child challenge. Oh, that's a mouthful. Maybe next time I'll pick a shorter title. (laughs) How have your conversations been going? Oh, before I forget, remember to give StreamYard permission to see your messages so that I can actually see what you're writing me during the live instead of just seeing them after I'm done. (laughs) Now, how have your conversations been going? Let me know below. I've been getting so many amazing private messages about all these positive results and great conversations going on. But I want to hear more. I want all the success stories. I want to hear all your amazing conversations that you're having with your littles. Now, for those of you in my challenge, not my members, of course, not you guys, but those of you in the challenge, if you haven't had a chance to read about the Clever Kid Curriculum Membership Program, I highly encourage you to read more about it. It's amazing. We are 140 members strong, 16 countries across the world, five continents, and I'm just, we're just having a great time. (laughs) Now, if you want to read more, and I highly suggest that you do, you can check it out at services.tutorintinseltown.com 
backslash CKC. All right, I will drop that for you right down below. Here you go. Let's take a look. There you go, services.tutorintinseltown.com slash CKC. All right, we are having such a blast over there. Parents are making so much amazing progress. And I wanna help you succeed even more too. This is only a five-day challenge, but there's so much more work to be done. Now, enough about that for now because today is my favorite day of the challenge, my favorite day of the week, partly because it's Friday, mainly because it's about my favorite topic, love. Oh, I'm such a cheesy person. My husband says I'm a total lover and I'm a total cartoon character. I think he's probably right. <laughs> now, today's my favorite topic, all right? Love. Now that you know your child's life goals and their dreams, and you've helped them set small, medium, and long-range steps to accomplish your goals, you have to support them on their journey. The more supported they feel, the more inspired and motivated they will be to pursue their goals. This will be especially critical when they hit tougher topics and get frustrated or want to give up or they hit like just the, there's some topics that are just tough, right? And some children, especially if they're used to always, you know, having school come easy to them, sometimes they just put a wall up and then they don't want to continue when they hit this tough patch. But the more supported they feel, the more understood they feel, then that sometimes helps them develop that grit and that perseverance to keep going even when even when that math problem is just too darn hard. <laughs> now, have you heard of the love languages yet? Have you? Oh, I love it. The concept was developed by Dr. Gary Chapman. He's a marriage counselor. And Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, Dr. Gary Chapman, yeah, he's a marriage counselor. And he came up with, or he realized rather, that there were patterns of how people felt loved by their partners. So the way that people described the times that they feel the most loved kind of fell into five categories. All right, the first one is physical touch, which is pretty self-explanatory, right? There's hugs, there's kisses, there's pats on the back, there's hand-holding. Between couples, obviously, there's other things. Um, number two is words of affirmation. Just any words of encouragement. I'm proud of you. You did amazing today. Man, you had such a hard week at work, and you really rocked it. All right? Um, love language number three is acts of service. And that one is, if you say, oh, I feel the most loved when... My partner does the dishes without me even having to ask, okay? If that's what makes you feel the most loved is when a, your partner takes care of a chore for you, then your love language is acts of service. Love language number four is gifts. Oh, I love it when my husband comes home or my wife comes home with a little something for me. Now, 
for example, my father, uh, sometimes he comes home and he brings, it used to be all of us, but now it's just him and my mom at home. Um, he would show up to the house with a little package of Ferrero Rochers. Have you, have you tried those, those amazing little chocolate balls of heaven? <laughs> well, my dad would just, just every once in a while, he would come home and he would bring a little packet of those and say, oh, here, I thought of you and I wanted to get you some chocolate. Oh, that is so sweet. Now, you see, gifts don't have to be expensive. It's a thought that counts, right? And that's the idea behind that fourth love language, gifts. And then the fifth love language is quality time. So if you feel the most loved when you just curled up with your partner and watching a Netflix show, or you're hiking with your partner, or you're just spending time at the beach with your partner, anything's like any sort of activities like that. It's just high quality one-on-one -on -one time. And your love language is that is quality time. All right. Those are the five. Personally, my my top two are physical touch and words of affirmation. Oh, I love words. <laughs> and I'm pretty lucky because my husband is great at giving me words of affirmation. <laughs> he always makes me feel appreciated and heard and valued. And like I'm doing great for my audience, for you and making your life easier and better, making the world a better place with the work that I do. Oh, it just makes a woman blush, doesn't it? <laughs> now, those are the five love languages for adults, right? Between romantic relationships. And, you know, they can also apply to, to platonic relationships. Um, of course, you would have to sort of shift the intonation of it. You know, for physical touch, it could be just a hug or a high five or a pat on the back, things like that. Um, but there's also love languages for children. All right, for children, it's a little bit different, but not all that much. So the difference for children is that they actually enjoy all of them. And depending on where they are in their lives and what sort of things they're going through and experiences they're going through, they may need one a little bit more than the other. All right. Now, if your child is a tiny, tiny little one, or if they're limited in their self-awareness due to their developmental level, maybe your child has Asperger syndrome, or it's on the autism spectrum. If, if they lack a little bit of self-awareness and communication skills, then you can try this activity. I found it on the five love languages website for you, which is Dr. Chapman's website. Now I'm just going to read it to you directly. Okay. It says, ask him or her, your child to draw or call out some ways that parents love their children. You should try not to guide their drawings or their answers, limit their responses, or require more responses than what he or she is prepared to give at the time that you ask. Depending on your child's attention span and the time of day, you may get many answers, or you may get very few. If it seems like slow going, then you may want to secretly explore the subject of love with your child for a week or so. And then you can deduce what he or she perceives as love. Okay, that's what it says directly on his website. So what I take from that is that, you know, whatever they tell you, oh, I think 
parents love their children when yada, 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 yada. Okay. Then that'll sort of give you an insight into how they think that parents should show love to their children. All right. Um, they may not always give you too many answers. Some children are also just more chatty than others. <laughs> but don't try to push them into giving you more answers than they can really think of. Because again, they're not very self-aware. So this is probably going to be a very unique request that you're you're making of them. All right. So if, if you can spread it out across a week, you know, maybe some days ask in the morning, some days ask at night, some days ask during lunch, some days ask during bath time or while you're playing in the pool, don't just at different times of the day. And when they have different levels of focus, then you might get a, a more thorough and complete answer out of your little one. Now, if your child is older, you can just have them take the quiz. <laughs> See, when my husband and I did it, we just took the quiz on our phones. <laughs> but if your child is older and they're a little bit more self-aware, they can just take the quiz themselves. Or you can be a secret ninja and kind of ask them the questions yourself and just kind of like, oh, so how do you feel the most loved? And you go typing it in and then you can find out what their answer is. Now, remember, the whole point of this challenge is to improve your communication. So I'm not necessarily advocating for you to be a secret ninja and just kind of do this behind their backs, especially if they're older and they're, they understand the concept, right? If you want to have good communication, the key is being open and being honest. So if you want to bring it up and you're not really sure how, then how about you try this? How about you say, hey, Chris, I know that we've been talking a lot more these last few days. And two days ago, we talked about your dream goals. And yesterday we talked about like all these smaller goals that you have now set for yourself that we talked about to help you get those big goals. And you know what, Chris, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. This is going to go so well. I'm very happy and excited to see the, the kind of progress and growth that you can make for the goals that you have set for your life. Now, I want to be supportive. And I want to be supportive in the way that you want me to be supportive. Okay? So I found this quiz. And I would love to take it with you. Or I would love to have you take it. Because I want to be there for you in a way that you feel is helpful and in a way that makes you feel loved and appreciated and supported. Okay, I would not want to be imposing or, you know, be that loser mom. It's okay. It's okay. I know sometimes I'm a little cheesy. I know. But I want to know how to support you. So would you be open to taking this quiz? so that I can see how to best support you. Didn't that sound awesome? Now, of course, you can tweak that however you would like. That's just my personality and how I would do it. Um, <laughs> but just be open with them. Be open. If anything, you can tell them, listen, I'll take it too. I'm not a child. I'll take the parent version. But that way, I can see how to support you and then you can see how to love me, right? Everyone has a way that they feel loved. And the idea behind love languages is 
For example, me, like I said, I'm physical touch and words of affirmation. All right. So I don't know. Let me think of what was another one of them. Um, gifts. Okay. Sure. I like gifts. I mean, I appreciate them, but to me, it's more valuable. It just makes me feel more fulfilled in my relationships to hear words of affirmation and to hear, you know what? That was a really tough project. That was your very first challenge that you ran this week. I know you were kind of nervous. I know you were kind of scared, <laughs> but you know what, Stephanie, no matter what comes out of it, no matter how many new members you get, or even if you don't get any, you did amazing. And you, you put in so much effort and you made those parents' lives so much better for this one week. No, I'm, I'm certain that those parents are grateful. And I'm so proud of you for having done that. You put yourself out there. You know what? You did it for others. It was so selfless of you. Oh my goodness. My heart would just flutter. And you know what? My husband is great with words. So he'll probably say something along those lines. Um, but, you know, th that kind of expression, that, that kind of expression of love, to me, would be a lot more heartfelt than if he came home on Sunday and said, hey, baby, you had such a hard week with your challenge. Here, I got you whatever it is. I don't know. I got you this teddy bear. I like a teddy bear. Yeah. Um, but it, it wouldn't quite speak to me personally quite on the same level. You see what I'm, what I'm trying to get at? So I highly encourage you to also take this quiz so you can see how, how to feel loved yourself, right? I'm a huge, huge proponent of self-care and self-love. Um, actually one of the, like an entire bonus module in the Clever Kid curriculum program is self-care for parents. You cannot give if you are depleted yourself, okay? You cannot pour from an empty cup. And so you have to take time for yourself. You have to make yourself feel loved. You have to make, and loved by yourself, you know? It, external love is great, of course, from our partners and our children and our friends and family, but you have to love yourself and make time for yourself. And so don't just have your child take this quiz. You take it too and figure out how you best feel loved. If you best feel loved and, and rejuvenated and refreshed by physical touch, go get a nice massage. Ah, oh, I would love that. <laughs> Um, but yes, you have to focus on your self-care, especially this year, moms and dads. I'm seeing it so much within my membership. Parents are excited and they're great and they're getting all the support from the membership, but they're still tired, right? And those of you in the CKC, I, I'm preaching to the choir here, right? <laughs> um, you know, you, you have your full-time job and you're homeschooling and you still have a household to maintain and you may be cooking dinners too. It's a lot. Okay. So make sure that you make time for yourself to feel loved and refill your cup because you can't help your children. And if you're, just, you're depleted yourself. Okay. So I highly encourage you 
to have your child take this quiz if they're a little bit older or more self-aware. Or do that sneaky one with, with the little ones if your child is younger. All right. This quiz is amazing. It's fantastic. I love it. I Like I said, my husband and I took it and it has made us so much better for having taken it. All right. Now, remember, your child is a fool them. They are not a mini you. They're not meant to be a mini you. They're not meant to reach your life goals. Don't expect them to follow your dreams. Our goal as their parents and their tutors and their mentors is to shape them into the person that they're supposed to become. Okay. And part of that is guiding them to fulfill their own dreams. And part of that also is loving them in the way that they need to be loved and supporting them in the way that most helps them feel supported. Ooh, I'm moving around so much my ponytail dropped. <laughs> so number one, they're a full them, not a mini you. Number two, ask them questions. Ask them about their progress. Ask them what they're working on. Ask them about the role models in the area that they're interested in. Oh my gosh, nothing makes me feel more loved than when someone, oh, my brother-in-law is like amazing at this. He always asks me about my work <laughs> and he's my brother-in-law. So he's my husband's sister's husband. He's like second degree brother-in-law, but he always asks me how my work is going. And my mother-in-law does too. I love her for it. It makes me feel so appreciated makes me feel like my work matters to my family, right? They ask me about my progress. They ask me what I'm working on. All those questions will help your child feel like you support their goals and you support their journey to, to reach them, to accomplish them. Oh my gosh. It's, it's the best thing that you can do. If they're interested in figure skating, watch the Olympics with them or watch old Olympics or watch just figure skating competitions. If they participate in figure skating, learn some of the moves. Maybe not, don't do them yourself, don't get hurt, but learn what they're supposed to look like and their names so that you can encourage them when they do the moves, all right? My tip number three is try to be involved in their journey, all right? Now, this kind of goes with, I, I kind of use my example out of order. Oops. <laughs> now, I don't know how many of you watch Queer Eye, um, the new version. Oh, I love it. At first, when I heard the title and I saw the premise of it, I'm like, oh, it's a show about five gay men. Honestly, I like judged the show hardcore. I said, you know what? I'm not going to watch that. It's just a show that's stereotyping gay men. That's I, I don't support that. I don't support a show that stereotypes gay men. And then one day my brother and sister-in-law were visiting and they're like, oh, let's watch some Queer Eye. And my face, <laughs> you should have seen my face. My face just dropped. I was like, you want to watch what? And they said, yeah, it's such a nice, beautiful show. It's so inspiring. And so I gave it a try and Oh my word, this show is the most beautiful thing ever. Now, I'm, I'm giving you this whole backstory because the premise of the show 
is that it's five men, all right? One um, specializes in food, one specializes in home decor, one specializes in like personal style and personal fashion, um, one specializes in culture, and one, oh no, I'm forgetting one. Oh my goodness, <laughs> which man am I forgetting? Um, maybe it's only four of them? Now I can't remember. Oh, this is, <laughs> this is terrible. I need to look it up right now. Here I. <laughs> All right, let's see. One specializes in food. Okay, one specializes in food. One specializes in home decor. One specializes in culture. He's kind of like a self-coach type of man. One specializes in style. Oh, how could I forget Jonathan? Jonathan specializes in like hair and like skincare and facial hair maintenance. So he gives them kind of like just a makeover. Um, and so these five men, what they do is they go around and they help people who need help. All right. And some of the stories, honestly, my husband and I watch it together. And some days we just end up both of us like ugly crying because some of the stories, these people are really down. They're down on their luck. They're having a hard time and they just come in and they really give them a second, a second lease on life. Right. And one, one of the, um, one of the episodes was a father who was divorced and he has this, he has a daughter with his ex-wife and the daughter is hugely passionate about ice skating. She's super cute little girl and she's, she loves ice skating, but the dad, he's more into hockey and he wears these ridiculous like jumpsuits for hockey games and he's never made it out to an ice skating competition or an ice skating show for his daughter. And so the men take him and they teach him a few ice skating moves. And then the dad, at the end of the week, they always spend a week with the person. And so each day they spend, they spend each one day with each of the five men, like focusing on a different aspect of their life. And then at the end of the week, they usually have this big event, right? And so they get to show off their new look, their new home, their new style, all of that. So at the end of this week for this dad was his daughter's ice skating competition. And he went and he, he looked all well put together. He was wearing age appropriate clothing. He had a really nice, you know, trimmed beard and a haircut. He looked great. And oh my gosh, his daughter was so happy to see him there. And he was giving her little pointers before based on what the men had taught him. And he was helping her stretch and encouraging her. Oh my goodness, like how inspiring do you think that would be for your child if you took an interest in this thing that maybe you're not interested in, right? Like maybe you don't care about Roblox or Minecraft. Um, or maybe you're not as interested in the you know, space exploration as they are. But if you ask them questions about this thing that they're passionate about, 
they're going to feel like you care. You care about their interests. You care about their goals and their, their passions. All right, so that's, that's honestly out of all of the tips for today, that's my best one is be involved in their journey. All right, ask them questions and be involved. And those two kind of go hand in hand, right? Um, you can ask questions and then build on that through your involvement. So there's no better way for your child to feel like, hey, my mom asked me about my life goals or my dad or my dad asked me about my life goals. They helped me find a way to accomplish them. And now they're supporting me and asking me all these questions about the thing that I'm interested in. Oh, talk about setting good foundations for your relationship. Woo! That's awesome. All right. If you do that, my friends, you deserve so many pats on the back and high fives because you know what? You would just be killing it. You would be totally rocking the communication with your child. You would totally be rocking it and inspiring it. And again, just like I've been saying this whole week, those are the foundations, all right, for your child to say and think to themselves, you know what? School may be hard, but mom and dad are just trying to help, right? I don't really don't want to do this. But when, when we talked about how to get to my big goal the other day, oh, I really do have to do well in this class, huh? All right, no, I get it. You know, I may not like doing it, but I understand that I should. And I understand that I have to. And I understand that my mom isn't just being an evil person for forcing me to do this. You know, because remember, at the end of the day, most children are not how I was when I was a kid. I really enjoyed school. (laughs) But that's not the goal necessarily. It's not for them to enjoy school. It may be an institution that none of them really enjoy, but the key is for them to be able to say, I hate school or I don't like school, but I really enjoy learning. And this is the thing that I enjoy learning about. And I've learned all of these things about it, right? Because school only lasts for so long in our lives. But learning, learning is forever. And if you do it well, this is the age where they need to learn how to learn. Because when they're older, when they're in high school, when they're in college, when they're on the job, their bosses and their professors are going to assume they already know how to learn because they should have already learned how to learn, right? So this is the time when you have to set those foundations. And that's why yesterday I invited you all to join the Clever Kid curriculum, all right? Because that is where you will learn how to teach your child to learn how to learn, all right. <laughs> um, and it's a little bit of a tricky play on words, but but it's true. Our children have to learn how to learn. All right. And if they're not able to get that from school, they're most definitely not going to get it from a tutor. So if right now you're homeschooling them or supporting them through virtual school, this is the time. Okay. This is the time. They don't have those constraints of school, the time that they're wasting on the bus or just the busy work that they get sometimes. They don't have any of that. They are going to have so much more time at their disposal. 
So right now can be the time. This can be the, see, I get so passionate and so excited about this because this can be the year, okay? You can choose to say, oh, my child has just always struggled with focusing. They're just really bad at focusing on their assignments. You can continue to say that, but this can be the year that they develop that skill, okay? And of course, part of it comes just with their development. But it is a skill that can be practiced and can be improved, okay? This can be the year that you say, you know what? Five minutes at a time working on assignments is no good. We need to bump that up a little bit, okay? And this can be the year that, th that you're able to do that because you've spent this whole week building up your trust and your communication and your support, and you're at home with them, okay? I highly encourage you to take this opportunity. The doors to the Clever Kid curriculum will be closing on Sunday night, right? After Sunday night, my goal is to go back to focusing on my members 100%, giving them the best experience the best growth, and the best success with their families. So after Sunday, the opportunity will be gone until January of 2021, okay? I highly encourage you to join now. If you join and you don't find it useful, you can always cancel, okay? That's a question I get often, and I understand, okay? You don't want to commit to this ongoing membership if you don't know if it's going to be a good fit, okay? And that's why you can always cancel. There is a one month return policy, not returning, not returning anything, but <laughs> if you have the first month and you don't enjoy it, you don't find it useful, you can get your money back. Okay, so there is absolutely no risk to you, but there is so much potentially to gain right? All the progress that your child can make through this support. I have had so many positive just messages and positive feedback from my current members. So I highly encourage you to at least take a look at the page so you can learn more about it, okay? Once again, the page to, to read more is services.tutorintinseltown.com slash CKC. All right. I highly encourage you to read about it, to join us, even if it's for one month. And if you don't like it, like I said, you can always ask for a refund. But there's really nothing to lose and so much to gain. So I highly encourage you to take a look because all the amazing progress that we have made this week, imagine what we could do together, diving deep for a whole month or a whole school year, a whole calendar year. Okay, I highly encourage you to check it out. And don't forget to have this conversation with your child. All right, ask them, what do I do that makes you feel the most loved? Okay, how can I support you on this journey? This journey that you have for your dream and your life goals. Okay, without further ado, I will be posting your work page for tonight's topic, tomorrow's conversation, so that you can continue taking notes, all right? Remember, like we tell our students, you're not gonna remember everything a month from now, so you have to take diligent notes 
Oh my goodness, my ponytail. I've been moving so much. <laughs> um, I've had an amazing time with you guys. Just an amazing time. This has been a wonderful journey. I've gotten to hear so many positive stories from all of you. Well, not all of you, from most of you. Um, just telling me about these amazing conversations you're having with your children. So I really hope to hear more. I really hope you will check out the Clever Kid curriculum. And I really hope to see you in there. Your, your joining this membership would be the best thing that you can do for your family probably this entire school year <laughs> is to join and to apply the lessons and everything that we cover in there. You'll be surrounded by an amazing supportive community. You will have me by your side. You know what? Between me and an amazing community, there's no way that you won't succeed. All right. With that, I leave you for tonight. You guys have a great night. Have those conversations. And I hope to hear from you about your great results coming up soon. Bye now. Thanks again for joining me for today's episode of The Learning Corner, where I give you the tools to get your child from where they are to a place of lifelong success.